Welcome to Envision, fostering a community for change. Your co-hosts are Ronnie Langer-Kroger and Thomas Rosenberg. In today's program, you'll meet fascinating people who are implementing innovative ideas to make a difference both locally and globally. Now, here is your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Envision. I'm your co-host, Ronnie Langer-Kroger. Today, I'm excited to talk about a project that is near and dear to my heart. As the founder and manager of a local business accelerator, I've witnessed time and again the challenges that many entrepreneurs of color have in accessing capital to grow their businesses. At their earliest stage, entrepreneurs generally get funding from friends and family. Those supporters, called from alumni groups, professional connections, and longstanding family and social networks. These investors are typically the first to see the promise of an entrepreneur's crazy idea because they have a shared history with the crazy entrepreneur. For most entrepreneurs, this abundant and friendly pool of capital is a financial lifeline that can be the difference between a great idea and a promising startup or small business. That is, unless you're African American. The problem, as pointed out by Runway Project founder Jessica Norwood, is that wealth in the U.S., cleanly falls along racial lines. On average, African-American families have $11,000 in net worth, while white families have $141,900. As a result, the great ideas of many African-American entrepreneurs never leave the napkin because their networks simply can't provide the funds to help them launch their businesses. The Runway Project is a national initiative designed to change that reality for African-American entrepreneurs. Today, our guests Conda Mason and Annie McShiris will discuss the collaboration between Runway Project, Self-Help Federal Credit Union, and Uptima Business Bootcamp in Oakland, California to pilot a new financial product and investment fund that bridges the funding and support gap for African-American entrepreneurs. Hi, Conda and Annie. Welcome to the show. Hey, Ronnie. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks so much, Ronnie. Glad to be here. Thank you both for being here today. I thought we'd start off, Conda and Annie. Can you talk a little bit about your backgrounds and organizations and how the Runway Project Collaboration in Oakland came together? Sure. This is Conda. I'll start out, if that's okay. Um, yeah, so it began, I am actually, um, so I started a company with um, a few other founders called Impact Hub Oakland, which is a beautiful community of entrepreneurs who are have accelerators and growing their businesses, and so that's the space that I was the CEO until up until about two weeks ago, I just moved um, from that position, um, but we have a company that has had a collaboration with Uptima Business Bootcamp, which is, Ronnie, your, your, your organization, your company. And being housed there, um, you've been housed at Impact Hub Oakland, Uptima Business Bootcamp. And it's been really lovely because entrepreneurs have had the opportunity to actually go through an incredibly rigorous and yet loving um, course that is a year long and they come out and they typically have businesses already and they will come out of your course out of the Optimum Business Bootcamp after a year and, you know, suddenly they've got these robust businesses, they're ready for the next step and as you just described in your introduction, the next step is typically friends and family money that comes in to help boost them to the next level. Well, 
most of the entrepreneurs that are in these programs that are at Impact Hub Open, a lot are, a big percentage rather, are African-American, people of color, and women. And so we found that the African-Americans particularly did not have the resources to get to the next step because the friends and family money was just not there. And so it was a conundrum, and we talked about how, gosh, we really need some money to fill this gap. And so we ended up at, at right as all of that was happening, uh, Ronnie and, and I were talking about how we really need to figure out how to fill this gap, how to fill this gap, how can we get this money. Um, we ended up getting introduced to someone by the name of Jessica Norwood out of Alabama who was thinking the exact same thing, not just thinking it, but she had already, she was way down the road from, from where we were with a program, an initiative that she called the Runway Project, which was filling in that gap, that exact gap of friends and family money for African-American entrepreneurs that is so desperately needed. So as we hooked up with her, with Jessica, through uh, a guy by, by the name of Kevin Jones, we met Jessica, and that's how it all began, is this collaboration, um, because Jessica did not actually at that time have an on-the-grounds organization that was actually implementing this idea of the Runway Project, and Oakland, we became the first for her. And Annie, how did self-help become involved in this project? Yeah, thanks so much for that overview, Conda. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, basically, <clears throat> as all of that was going on, I'll just kind of take the story from, from where Conda left it. Um, as as um, uh, Jessica Norwood and Conda and Ronnie were talking about um, launching this first pilot in Oakland, California, um, I got a call from my colleague, Napoleon Wallace, who was talking as well with Jessica Norwood um, in North Carolina. And that's actually where Self-Help Federal Credit Union's headquarters is. Um, we were founded in 1980 in Durham, North Carolina. And in particular, we were founded in, uh, during a time in which um, there was redlining very actively being utilized in, in the South, in the American South, um, which means that uh, African-American families in the South weren't getting access to mortgage loans um, and were actually being um, discriminated against um, on a systemic basis. And so Self-Help Federal Credit Union and Self-Help Credit Union um, was working to provide mortgages to those families in the, in the rural South in North Carolina. Fast forward to 2008, Self-Help Federal Credit Union was founded in California um, to basically support um, a different subset of, of borrowers and, and folks in, all over the state of California um, who are also struggling with getting access to mortgages and also struggling with access to financing. Um, and those, that was the immigrant community, in particular the Latino immigrant community in California. Um, and so we were, founded in two, we were started in 2008 at Self-Help Federal to support those communities in California. Um, fast forward even further to now 2017, uh, Napoleon Wallace gives me a call and says that uh, there's this really exciting new program that he's been talking with Jessica Norwood about called the Runway Project, um, and they're looking to pilot um, in one specific area, and they think Oakland, California would be the, the perfect first place to pilot this initiative because of the business support ecosystem that exists here in Oakland. Um, and so I work here in Oakland on uh, deposit raising for the credit union and on partnership development, and so um, I got involved 
in the fall of 2016. And... Uh, Immediately when I met uh, our partners, Ronnie and, and Conda and Jessica, um, I fell in love with this program and realized this is really important um, for self-help to be a part of for a number of reasons um, and that we could also offer our unique um, asset size and uh, credit union presence in the West Oakland community to support a program like this and to uh, provide um, fam- friends and family type loans to African-American entrepreneurs who weren't given access to those types of financing options any other way. Uh, so that was the genesis of it all, and we, we met in, uh, I think it was August of 2016, and uh, by September of 2016, yep. we were launching this program at, at uh, SOCAP. So it's been an amazing journey and awesome to work with these um, really, really unique and, and talented individuals. Thank you, Conda and Annie, for that background. Annie, I understand that the Runway Project CDN Loan is a new financial product for Self-Help Federal Credit Union. It's not often that a financial institution will create a new product, and even more unusual to create one on that short time frame of a couple of months leading up to the Runway Project's launch at the Social Capital Markets SOCAP conference in 2016. Why was it important for Self-Help to create this new product, and how was Self-Help able to move so quickly? Thanks for that question, Ronnie. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned before, um, Self-Help Credit Union was founded in order to basically uh, fill the market gap for mortgage lending for African-American families in the rural south, in the southeastern United States. And so continuing um, with uh, providing financing for um, those that are left out of the financial mainstream and those that don't have access to um, you know, the, the social networks that would allow the types of financing deals that um, make venture capitalists and, and uh, new startups able to, to thrive, we really saw this as an opportunity to continue supporting and continue our mission of supporting um, you know, folks that are left out of the financial mainstream. Um, and so with this particular product, we were filling a market gap. Um, we, we saw here in Oakland that no other microfinance organization has a product that's so uniquely tailored to the needs of African-American entrepreneurs. In particular, and we'll get into the product a little later. But we saw this as filling a really important market gap here in Oakland, um, as well as the fact that we, again, like I said, we're relatively new in California as a credit union. Um, we've only been here since uh, 2008, and have only started doing more business lending recently. And so um, this was a perfect opportunity as well for us to do more for the city of Oakland and for the black community in particular, um, which is our, the base of our, our membership in the West Oakland branch um, that we have here, here in the city of Oakland. Um, the other reason we decided that we wanted to do this and partner with Optima and Impact Hub Oakland and Runway Project um, was that we really wanted to test the effectiveness of this new product and see if we could have it as a pilot program and then see if there was room for expansion, both to other cities but also within our credit union. Um, and so, you know, we saw this as a great opportunity to learn and to see, okay, well, we're, we're offering a product that no one else is offering. Um, we're lowering our rate and we're um, creating a little bit more flexibility with our underwriting. How is this going to work? Is this financially sustainable? Is this something that we want to learn from and be able to replicate in the future? So that's another reason why we decided to, to go for this. Um, 
So that's, yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty much the trajectory of how we came to do it. And we worked really quickly because we wanted to launch it at, at SOCAP 2016 um, because we knew that there would be a great opportunity to talk with investors and potential depositors in helping to finance uh, the launching of this program uh, where we wanted to raise money to be able to deploy as loans to this community. Um, so we, we got it together really quickly so that we could launch it officially at, at SOCAP 2016. Thank you, Annie. I wanted to point out that the design of this microloan program has been very intentional, replicating how funding from friends and family would work. I'd like to spend a little bit of time talking about some of the key components of that design. First of all, the loan fund was established through earmarking deposits through CDs for use in lending to African-American entrepreneurs. Why was this structure so important? Yeah, that's a great question as well. Um, well, we thought that it would be a great opportunity to engage the larger Oakland community if we had a product that was available for anyone to invest in. And as, as many, many may know on this show, um, because we're a regulated financial institution, we're able to offer investment products that anyone that has um, $500 in particular for this product, anyone can invest in and um, make a difference in their community. And so um, because the certificate deposit is fully insured and it is um, actually returns at a rate that's competitive with the market, it returns currently at uh, 2.07% for the five-year term. Um, those were all features that were really attractive to be able to bring in anyone from the community that wanted to support this program. And so that was why um, doing it through the credit union and having us be the financial vehicle for uh, launching this made a lot of sense when we did launch at SOCAP in 2016, um, we, we, we saw that there was a huge amount of support and enthusiasm for, uh, oh, wow, I can invest my cash in uh, the city of Oakland and make a difference in the lives of African-American entrepreneurs. Sign me up. Um, as well as the fact that they could also make a, a rate of return that was competitive with other cash products in the market. So that, yeah. was, that was why it really made sense for us to... Um, to, to launch this as a, as a product that we were able to make available to anyone uh, through our credit union. And, and I just wanted to add one thing is that Jessica Norwood, who is the, the, you know, the brainchild of this whole thing, of the runway project, you know, it was always, always, always her intention to be able to have a, some kind of a product that, you know, your mother, your father, your grandmother, your granddaddy, that they know what this is. They know what a certificate of deposit is. They have them. And so it was a way of really also um, being able to be within the black community to, for the black community to support black entrepreneurs um, in a way that was familiar to them where there is no risk and, you know, there's, there's no financial risk. And so the certificate of deposit was an obvious choice and really a brilliant idea to go that route. Um, So far, what we have is, we have a couple of big institutions who have put in the money thus far because when we went to SOCAP, we actually ended up, in three days, we ended up with um, oversubscribing, having more money than we tried. We actually had the idea of a pilot being about $300,000, and within three days, we raised $450,000. And, and that went so fast that we didn't even have the opportunity for to bring it home to the community. So we cut it off. And um, we are going to go to the community, and we're, we're starting with what we have right now from the institutions, but our goal is to very shortly to come into the community and, and 
allow this and to actually introduce this to the community as an investment opportunity for the local community that can help uh, black people helping black other black people. And so that was the general idea from the beginning um, of why she came up with this idea um, about the certificate of deposit. And so we're really looking forward to being able to come into the community with this, um, with this initiative very soon. Terrific. The loan itself has unique terms that act a bit like equity. Can you describe those terms and how they remove the barriers that African-American entrepreneurs have typically faced when it comes to pursuing loan financing? Yeah. Annie, you want to talk about the terms and I can go over the barrier part? That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we we all actually, when we got together, like I said, in the fall of 2016, um, spent many, many sessions just going over what kind of product would work best for this type of entrepreneur and what have been the barriers for them in the past in terms of not being able to access financing to get their businesses off the ground. And so what we came up with was a really unique product, again, like I said, that doesn't exist anywhere else, um, in which we're actually only charging interest. We're, we're, it's a loan product, but it's interest only. Um, for the first 18 months for our three-year and 24 months for our five-year product. Um, and so this interest-only feature of the loan makes it much more equity-like in the sense that uh, payments on those first terms are you know, $8 a month, uh, between $8 a month and $60 a month, depending on, the, um, depending on the size of the loan and the term of the loan that the person is in. So that's, you know, that's, a reasonable amount of money for the first period of time during which the entrepreneur is really getting their business started and is really needing to have as much cash as possible to work with to be able to expand and get to the point where they can start making larger payments. And so that's the first feature that is very unique is that it's interest only um, for the first period of time. Um, the other thing that's unique is that it does have a very low interest rate um, that's flat across the board. It doesn't depend on the credit score of the borrower that's coming in. Um, it's 4% regardless of who the borrower is. Um, we do do a, a good amount of due diligence on each of our borrowers to make sure that they are finance ready and that they are ready to repay the loan. Um, and that's a whole process that we can get into later in the show. Um, so we're definitely bringing in quality entrepreneurs who are able to pay back the loan over time. Um, but what we're, what we're doing is we're actually we have alternative credit criteria um, to make it easier for folks that maybe don't have a really high credit score or maybe have had uh, trouble in the past or maybe are indebted um, because of student loans or mortgage or medical loans or any number of reasons why they may not on paper be the same type of, um, you know, AAA borrower that, um, that banks will service, but they have so many other assets that we're able to assess because we're working with them so closely in this uh, accelerator program um, that once they actually are able to receive the loan, we know that they have the ability to pay it off. And our, and our, um, our product specs allow them to have a little more flexibility in the first um, 18 months to 24 months in terms of repayment. Um, so those are two, the two biggest features that are, um, that are very unique to this is the interest only and, and the interest rate itself is, is pretty low for, for the market of startup uh, loans. Yeah, thanks, Annie, because um, one of the things that I would like to, to add to that is that, you know, going back to its original intent, the original intent is friends and family. When you go back and when you look at, at the, their white counterparts who are entrepreneurs, typically 
friends and family come in, and they, you know, they're not really asking for a whole lot. They may ask for interest rate. They may not. If it is, it's very low. Um, the typical amount, what we have found out is that the average amount of uh, friends and family money that is borrowed is around $23,000. It's usually around the average in America. And so we were looking at how does friends and family really work? I mean, it is actually very friendly money, as you um, described, Ronnie, in your introduction. And so we wanted to make it as friendly as possible and to really um, kind of to, to duplicate as much as possible what a real friend and family would do. And this low interest rate of 4% is unheard of, quite frankly. And, um, and it's really interesting because I actually was at a dinner recently where a young man was talking about the fact he's a, 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 a very bright a white young man who has a company that I really am, am enjoying. And he was talking at dinner how he raises money from his friends and family. And I just stopped him. I said, really? I said, how much did you get? And, you know, he got a lot more than that because it's, um, he's a, a tech, it's a tech uh, company. And it was something like to get started $70,000. And I said, and so um, was this free money from your friends and family? Was it real friends and family? How much did they charge you uh, for the money? He said, yeah, it was real friends and family. And the percentage was 4% that he has to pay for it. And I thought, right on. Mm. I really made me feel good because that's exactly the same percentage that we ended up um, settling on. So it's, we're really trying very hard to duplicate friends and family because um, the barriers, the barriers, there are so many barriers for the African-American entrepreneur, given, again, the history um, that you brought up, Ronnie, in your introduction about the wealth gap that is just so persistent and actually is getting larger now. Um, and that, you know, we are not, a typical loan is going to look for collateral for, um, for the entrepreneur who, who won't necessarily have it. We, this loan program does not look for collateral. We are not getting collateral, asking for collateral from the entrepreneur. Now, I want to talk later about the collateral and where we are um, getting the collateral because the loan has to be backed, of course. And so there's no collateral. We're not asking that, which is usually a big stumbling block for entrepreneurs, uh, black entrepreneurs who are trying to get loans. Another stumbling block are often credit scores. Um, we know that there's so many of the African-American entrepreneurs have, you know, they've used their credit card to go as far as they can with their businesses and, and, and they can't go any further. And, you know, and so that's a real issue and, and their credit scores may not be as, as good. Um, and so these are the kinds of things. Also, no personal guarantees. Typically, to get a loan, you're asked for a personal guarantee, and we're not asking that. And so these are the kinds of barriers that actually, when you look at the loan applications, you'll look at a loan, uh, African-American, typical African-American um, entrepreneur the, who we're talking about in this category, they'll look at a loan application, they'll see, oh, collateral I need, credit, good credit scores I need, personal guaranteed I need, ah, and they just walk away. And they just walk away because these, these barriers are just too great to, and, and, you know, they don't want to go through it and through the embarrassment of that and, and, and the pain of that. So what we have done with this particular fund is to drop all of those barriers and to create something that's really friendly, that's entrepreneur-friendly, and that I, if I were, if an entrepreneur were to turn to me and say, Conda, should I do this loan? Should I apply for this loan? I wanted to be able to say, absolutely. 
because it's not binding you. And like Annie just said, the, the repayment of the interest only for the first 18 months or 24 months is, is amazing because typically when you get a loan, the payment is due, your first loan payment is due the next month. And it's something that is usually too high for you to, you know, that, that you struggle to do. And so we're really trying to, we want these entrepreneurs to win. We want this program to win. And in order to do that, we really needed to create something that is doable rigorous because like you, like Annie said, I mean, we definitely, due diligence is really, um, you know, we're, we're really going through a lot with the entrepreneurs and making sure that they are uh, finance ready. And so there's a lot of hurdles they have to jump over in terms of their business and their knowledge and, and who they are as a person. But when it comes to things that are actually typically affected by the history of black people in America, which is around um, the collateral, around credit scores, around personal guarantees, those things which are often systemically um, involved, we decided we did not want to use those kinds of criteria. And that has made it a much more doable, friendly application for the entrepreneurs being your typical loan. Thank you, Conda and Annie. We need to take a short break. We are speaking with Conda Mason and Annie McShiris from Runway Project, and we'll be right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Is your community on a journey to build consensus or define a vision for the future? Do you want your organization and people to flourish? Are you feeling burnt out or seeking guidance to leave old patterns of thinking and being behind? With international experience in change leadership, consensus building, and organizational transformation, Thomas Rosenberg guides leaders and change makers, their organizations, and communities on their journeys of transformation. For more information and to contact him, visit regenerate.coach. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Envision. To find out more about the program or to leave comments and questions, please visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Envision Regenerative Communities. Now back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Conda Mason and Annie McShiris from The Runway Project. We've been talking about how the design of The Runway Project Friends and Family Loan Program removes barriers to early-stage financing for African-American entrepreneurs. Another important piece of the design is the wraparound services that the entrepreneur receives alongside the loan. What are these services, and how do they help the entrepreneurs? Um, Thanks, Ronnie, for the question. Well, first of all, I just want to say that um, I don't think that I know a business owner that doesn't need some help, okay? And so all business, particularly new entrepreneurs, really all need help. But then you find that with with entrepreneurs of color and particularly African-American entrepreneurs, again, looking at the systemic issues that we have dealt with um, being um, black in America, that there's a lot of places where there are holes in in the kinds of resources that we have. And so it's not just capital is one thing that is absolutely necessary to loan, the money to put into the business, absolutely necessary. But that's not all there is. There are other issues that we face as African-American entrepreneurs, which I am one myself. Um, And so what we try to do and what we are doing with the Runway Project is filling in those gaps as well, not just the financial gap, but the resource gap. For example, one of the things that we are really strident on is that the, the borrowers who um, are a part of the program will have required actually um, business, business uh, development and, and business mentoring that is a part of, that is a part of being uh, in the program. And so this is hands-on advising that they will receive from really qualified, wonderful mentors who are ready and willing to work with these entrepreneurs. And so it is actually a requirement that there's a weekly meeting with a mentor for at least for the first year. Um, and I believe it goes to biweekly um, for year two and year three, you have a, a meeting with your mentor every two weeks. And then it goes to month to once a month, and then it can go to once every two months at the last year, year five. But these kinds of required mentor meetings are really important because what happens is that the entrepreneur comes to the mentor and with whatever holes or whatever problems that they're having or any challenges that they're having, and they will have a mentor there to help them. We're keeping the same mentor as well the entire time of the loan, um, hopefully that, you know, we'll make few changes as possible because that relationship develops, and it's a real important relationship to have. Um, and so we also know from SBA data that most businesses actually survive barely through year three if they do. If you go through year three, you're, you're, you're pretty set, but most businesses fail before then. And so that's why these kinds of services are so important. Um, financial management. We, they will be getting all kinds of financial management um, services and, and mentorship, as well as how to do accounting and QuickBooks. Um, actually at Self-Help Federal Credit Union because being a member, once you become a borrower on this program, you are also a member at Self-Help Federal Credit Union. And that credit union is so incredible with their services that they just give any anyone who walks in the door who, who becomes a depositor there. And so credit repair is one of the services that they receive just because they are a member, which is really necessary because like I said earlier, oftentimes these 
entrepreneurs have, you know, maxed out their credit cards to get so far as far as they have in their businesses. And so that credit repair service support is really, really helpful. Um, there's HR support, there's IT support, marketing, legal. Um, we supply and help supply. We partner with different organizations and different individuals who can supply these kinds of resources to the entrepreneur throughout the entire um the entire time that they have the loan, as well as one of the most important things is the community, the community of entrepreneurs. One is that this is housed at Impact Hub Oakland, which is a community of entrepreneurs, which is just an incredible place to be, and that there's so much support right there, learning from each other. There's no better place than to learn from each other. Um, and so there's a lot of support that goes on. We have intentional um, support groups within the entrepreneurs who will borrow. They will also be meeting amongst themselves, helping each other where things are strong and where others are weak. So these wraparound services are critical for the success of these businesses. And I got to tell you, we want so desperately for this initiative, the Runway Project Oakland, to be as it has to be successful. It really has to be successful. And we're doing our best to make sure that that happens. Thank you, Conda. Mm-hmm. This October, the Runway Project in Oakland made its first loan to an entrepreneur. Can you tell us a little bit about that first entrepreneur that you funded? Yeah, boy, was that an exciting time. Um, our very first entrepreneur, we've been working on this for a year, the project, and it was almost literally to the week that we funded our first entrepreneur. And it was an African-American woman named Nubian Thunder. Uh, Nubian has a business called the Healing Place Apothecary, where she has incredible products that are apothecary products um, like hand salves and, and different things like that for the hair and hands and body. And she is actually has a lot of um, background as a acupuncturist, and so she actually really has a handle on her product. And so we were very excited to receive her application. She had been to Optima Business Boot Camp. She was a graduate of there. She was a graduate of the Women's Initiative, which is another um, business um, course that one can take here in Oakland. She actually has a Kiva loan, which she was servicing. And so she had all these things in place. She primarily had been um, received, uh, selling her product on the Etsy um, platform and really was looking to create more money, needed more money for a website so that she could create and have, sell her products on her own website as well as um, to expand her, um, her, her business. And so we're really happy to, to receive her application. It was spot on. It was wonderful. She knows what she's doing. She knows her market. And so she was our first loan, and it's just been exciting ever since. And since then, we actually have, um, we have, we have given loans to two other, happen to be women again, African-American women, um, Ariana Marbley, who has a company called Essence of Flowers, and she sells flowers. She's a florist, and she is looking for money to go and to create a truck. So she's going to have a mobile florist, a mobile truck with her flowers, and we're very excited about that. And then Stefan um, Ratliff, who is also an amazing, incredible entrepreneur who has been in business for over eight years here in Oakland. She has a shop as well as she has products. 
and her products are Beja Floor Naturals, and her store is called Concept 47. She has a store in Oakland as well as one that just opened up in San Francisco, and she's going to the next level with her business as well. And all told, we've, we have already loaned out in this last quarter and, and Q4 of, of 2017, we have loaned out $55,000 so far between these three entrepreneurs, and it's extremely exciting. Yeah, I just wanted to point out that's $55,000 that we've loaned out in about a month and a half, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's right, in about a month and a half. About a month and a half. Yeah, extremely exciting. What do you see as the profile of an entrepreneur who would be a good candidate for the Runway Project? Hmm. I would say that a good profile, well, clearly... The requirement is African-American um, living within the East Bay um, and um, working in the business within the East Bay. Um, and, you know, we are looking at people. It's interesting because I found out as an entrepreneur when I had a crazy idea for this Impact Hub Oakland, there were people who we were going to to get money and to, and to get funded. And people didn't quite understand the idea of Impact Hub Oakland because it was kind of a rather new idea. But what they did, they were betting on us as entrepreneurs. They bet on me as an entrepreneur. And I thought, wow, and now I see why. Being on this side of the equation and being in the position to actually loan money, you bet on the entrepreneur. You bet on who they are, how well they know their business, their get up and go, their the amount of passion that they have, the amount of, I mean, their, their, their work habits, that is what we are looking for. We're looking for someone who is more than just um, an idea. They've got a business going to some degree. They're, they actually have some, um, some income coming in. And so we are looking for, for people whose businesses make sense, that they know what they're doing. We go through the numbers rigorously. And, and that, sometimes that's the weakest spot is going through the numbers rigorously. But as we go through that process with them, they learn a lot of what they, they fill in those gaps as we go over the, through the process with them. And so we're really looking for African-American entrepreneurs who are dedicated, dedicated, dedicated to their business. They know their market. They really have sacrificed for their business. They're working hard and they really believe in it. And we believe in them. It's really a matter of believing that these people really will go the nine yards, go all the way with their business, and that we feel very confident that their numbers are also there, that they will be able to pay back the loan. Thank you, Conda. This is really exciting. We need to take another short break, and we'll be right back. We're speaking with Conda Mason and Annie McShiris from The Runway Project. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Is your community on a journey to build consensus or define a vision for the future? Do you want your organization and people to flourish? Are you feeling burnt out or seeking guidance to leave old patterns of thinking and being behind? 
With international experience in change leadership, consensus building, and organizational transformation, Thomas Rosenberg guides leaders and change makers, their organizations, and communities on their journeys of transformation. For more information and to contact him, visit Regenerate.coach. Would you like to be the change you see needed in the world? Are you ready to make a difference? If so, tune in to Voice for Truth with host Sharon Wyckoff. Every show will be filled with inspiring content to support you in recognizing your greatness. Guests will share their expertise. Young people will tell how they are making a difference. You too can be a voice for truth. Listen live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to Envision. To find out more about the program or to leave comments and questions, please visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Envision Regenerative Communities. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are speaking with Conda Mason and Annie McShiris from the Runway Project. The Runway Project is a national initiative to close the friends and family financing gap for African-American entrepreneurs. We've been talking a little bit about um, how the Runway Project loans work, as well as the entrepreneurs that have been included in the Runway Project. I'm going to turn a little bit uh, to what's the future of the Runway Project. Uh, What does success look like for the Runway Project pilot in Oakland? Hmm. That's a really good question, Lonnie. Um, You know, this is a pilot, as you said, and as a pilot, a pilot is always testing something. Uh, And so what we are actually looking at, because this has never been tried before, we are one of our key, one of our our key metrics is the default rate of this loan. Like how, what would the default rate, what is going to look like? What we have found in loans that are servicing the same demographic in Oakland, African-Americans around the same um, economic um, level, we are finding that a default rate of around 4% or lower is actually typical. And so that is one of the things that we are doing is that if this default, if honestly, if the default rate is less than 10%, we, it's successful. It's really successful. And so with the wraparound services that I mentioned earlier that we will supply, we are really hoping to bring that default rate down from 10% um, to hopefully no more than 4%. And so that's one of the metrics that we're using. Another thing that's going to make it successful for us um, is that there are jobs are created, even if it's one job, you know, in this beta testing 
um, we're looking at jobs in the community because the overall program, when we go beyond beta, which I, tr- I truly know we will because the beta is going to work and every is, is going to be a success. And when we go on outward um, into the future, jobs is a big a big metric that we are will be looking at is really creating jobs in our community, creating wealth in the black community, creating personal wealth and community wealth, as well as another metric that is really important to us that is usually left off the list is personal well-being. Is that the entrepreneur is actually finding personal well-being a balance that there's something there that some metrics that we'll use to show that they themselves are actually thriving personally as well as individuals, as people. And so those are the kinds of things that to us will be, yeah, will really show success for us. And I think that Self-Help Federal Credit Union, Annie, you all have some other metrics probably that you're looking at for success, yeah? Yeah, you touched on many of them, Conda. Um, We're definitely going to be looking at the default rate, and that's going to be really important for us to analyze um, how how much we can expand beyond this pilot, and if we're able to um, sustain the kinds of rates that we that we're launching with this pilot, um, you know, as a as a nonprofit financial institution, um, we do have to be cognizant of of the cost of um, lending out capital, and you know, this is this is a loan that we're making for business startups that's on the lower end of our rate schedule. Um, and so we're, you know, looking keenly at this program to see, is this, repl- is this replicable? Can we expand on this? Um, are these terms that we've set up that meet the needs of these entrepreneurs so precisely something that we can replicate in other parts of the country or even expand on within Oakland uh, beyond our, uh, our small pilot? And so we're looking definitely at default rates. Um, another, another thing that we're measuring for success is just um, are we able to help build wealth, like you said, both personal and business wealth for these black entrepreneurs? Um, the entire purpose of this program is to bridge the racial wealth gap um, that we see between black families and white families. And again, like, <clears throat> like Ronnie mentioned at the beginning of this program, on average, we're seeing that white families have about $142,000 in net worth and compared to African-American families with $11,000 in net worth on average per family. And so that's a huge divide, and we're, we're working on business ownership as one way to bridge that divide, um, and we're specifically doing it in the city of Oakland. And so um, a, a way that we would know that we're successful is that we really see that these businesses thrive and that they play a, a big role in helping support wealth creation for these um, entrepreneurs and their families over the years. Um, and so the terms of these loans is five years, but we're going to continue to tra- track the success of these businesses well beyond um, the five-year term of the loan that we're, that we're making to them. And as well, we're hoping to support, to support them in getting follow-on financing um, and connect them to opportunities to expand beyond uh, the financing that we can provide through this program. And so that's another way that we're going to know if we're successful if we really do create wealth um, through business ownership for black entrepreneurs in Oakland. And, you know, I don't think that we, unless you mentioned it and I missed it, that, that we talk about the, actually that the loan, the amount that we loan, that it's from five from 5000 to $20,000. That's what the loan amounts are. I don't, I, I'm not sure if we said that, just to be clear. Right, and so we know that these businesses really need more than that to expand and right. thrive. Um, and so we're, 
we're setting up opportunities to be able to um, connect these entrepreneurs to follow-on financing after, after right. they've been able to uh, work through the loan program that we have. Exactly. Terrific. Um, this leads me to another question. The Runway Project is a national initiative, and Oakland is the first pilot to deploy funds. What are the plans to roll out the Runway Project in other cities? Yeah, so good question. Jessica Norwood, who, again, I keep saying is, um, I just have to present her. I wish she were here. She's just the most amazing woman, uh, one of the most amazing women I know. She's just brilliant. She is um, planning on, she wants to spread this through six cities, is what the idea is, six other cities um, outside of, maybe six including Oakland. I know there's Cincinnati, there's Washington, D.C., Boston, there's several cities and so she is actually partnering with, in those cities, with another organization, so Self-Help Federal Credit Union, because they're not in those actual cities, um, with an organization called AEO, Association Enterprise Opportunities. And so she's partnering with them, um, creating a very similar product that we have here with Self-Help Federal Credit Union, um, a loan program with, again, low interest, three to five years, interest-only payments, 12 to 18 for the first 12 or 18 months. Same kind of situation in all these other cities, only I don't think they will be a CD because they're not with Self-Help Federal Credit Union. I'm not sure how they're going to collateralize the loans. Uh, I don't have that information on me, but that's the idea. But So Oakland is really the pilot, and all eyes are on Oakland right now. Um, to see how we roll out and how that happens. And, you know, we just happen to be the first one because we have just this incredible ecosystem here in Oakland that just kind of sprung up and emerged. So, like, you know, ICA Funded Jobs, Self-Help, Optima, Impact Travel Oakland, all these incredible organizations who work together created a ripe ecosystem for it to, to sprout here in Oakland first. And so the other cities, you know, they have different things that are, that are to their advantage, parts of the ecosystem. And so they're building their ecosystems out so that they can have the kind of support that's necessary to actually have successful um, runway projects in, in the next six cities. And so all eyes are on us. And as we go, then we'll see. Um, I'm not sure when they're going to start rolling those out, but probably after, after we're in the market for a while. Thank you. I think it's really important to point out that it, it takes a village, uh, an ecosystem to really support an entrepreneur and help the entrepreneur mm-hmm. build wealth. Uh, I have one last question Absolutely. for you all. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how can our audience support the Runway Project? Great mm-hmm. question, and I can try to field that. Um, so right now, like, like we had said, we're in our pilot phase. And what that means is that we are um, launching this program uh, with $300,000 that we plan to deploy um, for African-American entrepreneurs in Oakland. And so one thing that we actually are seeking still is um, funds from the philanthropic community and from uh, folks that have access to wealth um, to support our collateral fund. And so like Conda had mentioned earlier, um, we do not require personal guarantees or collateral posted by the borrower themselves um, for these for being able to receive the loan. But what we do need is a back a backing for our um, underwriters and our uh, financial institution to be able to deploy the loans. Um, we do need a collateral fund that can um, backstop any losses that we potentially would incur. And so we've actually raised so far um, about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the collateral fund 
um, and we need to raise an, an additional $150,000 to be able to support the full uh, deployment of the $300,000. And so that's something that we're looking for is philanthropic capital or uh, capital that is, um, that is grant, like a grant in nature, um, that is a donation in nature, that can go into our collateral fund and support this, this program going forward. Um, as well as when we expand on the program, which we're hoping to do, we're really hoping to get to $500,000 that we deploy. Um, at that point, we would open up our investment side of the, of the fund and ask for investment dollars through our certificate of deposit, as we had mentioned earlier. And so that will be something that we open up once we are able to expand on the project and that we would seek from community members here in Oakland um, to move some of their cash investments, some of their cash savings into our, uh, in, into our CDs. Um, so that they can use that, we can use that to deploy these loans. So it's two, it's two types of funding that we're looking for. One is the investment capital in our certificate deposit program, and the other is philanthropic capital for our collateral fund um, to support this program because we're not requiring that collateral or personal guarantees from the borrowers themselves. So thank um, you. There's one other, would, there's yeah. one other bucket of yeah. money that we're also looking for that I'd like to talk about. Um, and that is that it actually costs money to run this program. Um, the wraparound services, the people that we have to pay to, um, to help the entrepreneurs. So the actual overhead of the program is also a bucket uh, that we are really looking to get funded. Um, and so actually that is just as important as the, as the, as the collateral fund because without – the, without the program, we can't, it, it, you know, we're not doing anything. We can't loan. And so we really have a budget around that as well. And so the, it's a real important place that we are also raising money right now. And, again, that is also going to be um, philanthropic money. We are looking for grants or, or communities or families of wealth who are able to, to, you know, donate and to grant money so that this project can actually get off the ground and run. And so those are the two buckets that we are looking for, the collateral as well as the overhead, um, which is the technical services, the technical advice, all that we're doing to support the entrepreneur, which costs as well. So those are the buckets that we're looking for, and that's how the public can really help by getting in touch with us and letting us know that I'm in, that you want to really support this project. It is such a beautiful, worthwhile project, and, and the entrepreneurs are fabulous and amazing and doing great things, and the community, in order for our community to thrive, we believe our theory of change is that through entrepreneurship and ownership is how that wealth building and, and thrivability happens in, in our communities. And so we really um, are looking for the, for, the, for the community support and to support the entrepreneurs and their products and services to support them by, you know, spending your dollars with them, um, spend your dollars locally in your own communities, supporting all entrepreneurs. That's how we're going to get where we need to get to. Terrific. Thank you so much, Conda and Annie. It was a pleasure having you on the show today. Mm, thank you, Ronnie, so much for having us. This has been absolutely wonderful. I'm so thrilled to be on your show. Yeah, thank you so much, Ronnie. It's been really wonderful being on the show today and uh, great to be able to share this work um, with, with your audience. So thanks a lot for having us. Thank you. Today we spoke with Conda Mason and Annie McShiris about how the Runway Project closes the friends and family funding gap for African-American entrepreneurs. 
Look for announcements on our voiceamerica.com homepage and you will find a recording of today's show and other shows and social media links. And if you're looking for support on starting and growing a small business with positive community impact, please visit us at Optima Business Bootcamp. Thank you again for joining us today. I'm Ronnie Langer-Crozier, and this is Envision. Thank you for tuning in this week to Envision. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions for future shows, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Envision Regenerative Communities. For more information about today's guests and upcoming shows, please see our show page on voiceamerica.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific week.